This program is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch. Welcome to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, with you alongside John Colley. And John, it's great to have you back on the show. You've been a regular guest this year and excited to put a little bit of a bow on this year as it relates to your expertise in the industry, and that's specifically in forest products. John, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me today, Mark. And I'll tell you what we're going to do here over the month of December. We're going to have some conversation with the experts in the building industry. We're going to kick it off today with John Colley, like I've said. But our whole plan in this series is to talk a little bit about the past. We're going to do a year-in review, 2021. We're going to give you a bit of a snapshot on where we are at currently There's been a lot of volatility, a lot of changes in 2021. I'm not going to get ahead of us as John will give us that narrative, but we're going to give you a snapshot of where we're at. And then in the second segment, we'll point to the future. You, if you are a builder, a remodeler, or a homeowner, we're going to give you kind of some things to think about as you plan for the future. Now, John, Let's do a little bit of a year in review. Yeah, it's one for the ages for sure. You know, we started the year uh, on a typical track, you know, as we there was some enthusiasm leading into the, the building, uh, you know, season and, and numbers really started to, to push up. And we actually saw lumber climb up to all time highs in the middle of the year. And pretty much as fast as it went uh, up to that peak, it it. Uh, turned around and uh, went back down to um, levels that have more historic, you know, for the last couple of years. So really, a, really a crazy ride on the, on the way up on lumber and a crazy ride on the way back down, um, you know, right after right after the run up. Yeah, and some some historically challenging times if you're a builder or a professional or even a homeowner navigating the run-up was was definitely a challenge now can you paint a further picture of it john and maybe talk a little bit on the dimensional side then we'll talk a little bit on the panel side but you know maybe on the dimensional side maybe articulate a little bit of like what what were some of the numbers yeah that we were talking about yeah so you know uh a lot of it's related to housing starts uh, and permits, and a lot of the data is related to production, and it's related to uh, the availability to get some of that wood into the market. And, you know, a lot of the starts and permit data is also predicated by the the interest rates. And so low interest rates really fueled that market. Um, the Pacific Northwest is dealing with a reduced supply due to various reasons, but, you know, one simply being that, um, you know, they they increased the allowable cut that that region could, could produce, and they, um, you know, five, four or five years ago they did just to get rid of some of the beetle kill wood. Well, now that beetle kill wood's gone. They're starting to reduce the amount that uh, they're allowed to cut. There's tariffs between the United States and Canada making it worse, and then also it's just uh, – 
the production's not able to keep up with the the supply that was i'm sorry the demand that was better than anticipated yeah and economically speaking when you talk about economics and i like to keep things simple right you know that's just that goes along with who i who i am but it really is a story of supply and demand yeah certainly so we saw this historic run-up in pricing and if you are a builder or a remodel, you had to navigate that as it relates related to the contracts that you, you know, maybe committed to early in the year, January, February, and then you had a start, let's say more in June or July. Those were some challenging times and educating the the customer, educating the the homeowner brought with it some challenges. Yeah, certainly. You know, we normally we manage lumber on futures and cash markets and when the numbers get outside of you know the 90th percentile as as you'd like to call it in statistics it's it's really one of those functions where you know you really you really don't want to buy lumber futures against it or you really don't even want to buy inventory if you don't have to and it and it when demand stays as strong as it it did it it really kind of fuels itself and starts to and starts to explode, you know, upwards a bit, and um, it makes it tough. And that's kind of what the market did, you know. Just uh, a lot of people had light inventories leading into the into the busy season because the pricing was at all time highs. Not only could they not afford to keep the inventory, some smaller guys, but uh, they also. Um, you know, historically, when it runs up that much that fast, it comes down fast, and nobody wants to get stuck on a pile of inventory that's that's higher than what it should be. Um, you know, we've seen it a few different times. 2015, I think we had the one of the largest first quarter drops. We saw it again, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, and and this year it it uh, just continued to run up to levels, you know, that were three times. Um, more than than annual highs it was quite a run yeah it was quite a run and for us this last year has been more volatile price wise as well as the supply getting material has has brought many challenges and our listeners today i'm sure if you weren't affected by delays in product with building products, you were probably affected in delays, whether it was with furniture purchases or, you know, even as small of a thing as, as a delays in restaurants because of the lack of labor that that's out there. John, if you look back and you just mentioned the last couple of years, you know, if you look at the last five, you know, there's been more volatility in pricing especially on the framing side, than what we saw, I would say, in the previous 15 years as yeah. a whole. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's accurate. A lot of it has to do with the lumber futures contract. The, the lumber uh, futures contract is very, very lightly traded. It still reacts technically, but it, it the the light volume makes it react more violently than you would expect it to react in a normal market, you know, where, where oil and soybeans and crude will will, you know, move um, when the market, you know, um, does specific things. Uh, lumber lumber will also do those things, but it'll do it to an extreme. Now, for the listeners that maybe are interested in the dollars, you know, we've been talking just more generally speaking, you know, what was a, a two by four, for example, 16 early in the year, and then as it ran up, approximately what did it run up to? Yeah, you know, in a normal market, you'll be seeing a 2 by 4 16 over the last, you know, 10, 15 years at, you know, 
six ninety nine to eight ninety nine list price, you know, for us. And th- this year, I mean, we were fifteen ninety nine, sixteen ninety nine. It was it was uh, quite an increase. Yeah, some dramatic increases. And then late in the summer, we saw a a dramatic decline. Now, leading up to that, one of the commitments that we had at Zealand Lumber and Supply was we wanted to make sure that we had the inventory for the customers to be able to deliver whatever project they were building to their homeowner, to the customer. Yeah, you know, certainly. And that and that's that's an impact. That's a that's a pretty big impact. You know, our customers basically, you know, have told us that, you know, the price doesn't matter at this point, just don't run out, you know, and we don't want to be in the middle of building a house and find out that we can't get the engineered wood to, you know, put the windows and even frame the walls to or get the roof on to button it up and, and close it in. So um you know, and and what happens when the market's running like that is people are so far ahead of purchases that, uh, you know, it might be on a normal lead time from a mill out west, it would take us, you know, six to eight weeks to get a car of lumber in. Well, you know, some of those lead times extended out, um, you know, 10, 10 to 12 weeks or longer. And on the OSB side, we were, you know, having to buy some of the panel uh, components a quarter ahead of time, which is historically just, you know, unprecedented. Right. And when you make the investment in inventory like that, and you have a dramatic decline, you're left with some products that maybe is a little higher than what the market's bearing. But I say that's a better problem to have because the fact is you're trying to make sure that you're supporting the customers that are out there building single-family houses, building multifamily houses and the like. Yeah, you know, that's just that's just it. You know, when, when you've got a, a customer and you know they're selling, you know, a, a specified number of homes a year, you got to make sure that, you know, they can – they can uh, finish what they start and make, you know, honor their commitments. Now, we've spent much of our time talking about the dimensional, the two by four, two by six wood in a historical context. You know, basically the last year. Let's talk a little bit about what happened on the OSB side in the last year. Yeah, you know, uh, really to, to sum that one up, it was, it has to do with the production side of it and the raw materials to get the to uh, produce the product to get it out to market the the housing starts and permits again um, exceeded what the industry was capable of supplying yeah so when you look back on 2021 in relation to dimensional and osb there was a dramatic dramatic turbulence in relation (laughs) to pricing as well as supply we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to give you a picture of what's happening right now in our industry, specifically in dimensional and panels. And then we're going to give you the crystal ball on what to expect for 2022. Stay with us on the At Home Show here on 1450 WHTC. Welcome back to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. So glad you've joined us today. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, alongside John Colley. If you're just tuning in, we're doing 
a look back on 2021 as it relates to lumber and panels, OSB, the the main items that go into the framing of a home of a multifamily project and a lot of good content in the first segment. If you missed that, go to whtc.com, check out the podcast and go to the at home show podcast where you can catch up on that information. So we're in the midst of a series in the month of December, where we're going to talk to leading experts in the building industry with a look back. We're going to also look at where are we currently like right now, we'll do a bit of a of a finger on the pulse, so to speak. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the future. And we're going to do that in a few different categories. So make sure you join us in the coming weeks. Now, John, as we get back to our conversation today, we were talking during the break a little bit about OSB, right? Mm-hmm. And OSB, there, there were challenges both in getting the product this year as well as in the pricing and the pricing was at historical highs. I mean, it it, it was nothing short of skyrocketing <laughs> as it relates to prices. But can we give our audience a little bit of like the numbers, the, the dollars approximately per sheet that we were talking about? Well, you know, certainly in a normal market, um, we'd be selling OSB for, you know, I've seen it as low as six ninety nine, but you know, normal market nowadays probably. You know, twelve ninety nine a sheet or so, and, and that's probably when, even on the low side, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it's been up as much as eighteen, nineteen bucks. Okay, you know, yeah, and, yeah. Um, this this year, I mean, it was our the the cost to the dealer was uh, at one point was was over sixty dollars a sheet. So, I mean, we theoretically we're having you know we were having to sell you know seventy five eighty dollar OSB in the market. Yeah, and when you're looking at a couple hundred sheets of 7 OSB on an average house, that adds up dramatically. Yeah, it was just, it was unlike anything we've ever seen. Now, in the dimensional side, we had some challenges getting product, but maybe not to the extent that no. we had with OSB. And can you unpack that a little bit? Yeah, you know, a lot of that was related to, to lead times and... Um, you know the the financial markets and the futures and and that that type of situation. But again, uh, probably um, three times normally what it should be. You know the dimensional lumber was not affected uh, nearly as much on the uh, supply side as as you know um, products that require raw materials like MDI resin and uh, veneers and those kinds of things to to put them together. But uh, there certainly was a run, just, you know, decreased supply and increased demand. Right. And the pricing drop substantially, right? Mm-hmm. I, I have a couple follow-up thoughts, and that is, have we have we seen right before our very eyes a new basement as it relates to pricing on OSB? You know, you talked about $699, $1099, $1299, but are we in that age right now where eh, we're not going to see that price OSB anymore? Yeah, not... not not near term, you know. I think right now, I think there's a better. I think the industry has figured out that you know we're really only able to supply about 1.6 million homes a year. Uh, anything beyond that on the demand side um, is really uh, pushing those markets kind of to the brink. And the mills have kind of figured out that if they limit their production a little bit, they take their schedule maintenance. They they um, you know. Uh, uh, 
continue to run the presses, uh, not not quite at full speed because maybe they don't have the the uh, people on hand to to run them, or uh, it you know it's just not profitable for them to pay employees to work a third shift. That uh, you know they're going to keep their numbers up there a little bit too. I think this year, as we as we run into end of the year, um, you know I, I think the the lows probably behind us. At this point, and I think we're probably looking at that, you know, twenty-five dollar a sheet OSB uh, running into running into the spring. Yeah, and it's a great segue into kind of the the whole topic of like, give us a, a state of the union right now as yeah. we stand. W- w- what are we looking at on both the dimensional and the OSB, kind of price wise, but also supply? Yeah, you know, so um on the lumber side what we're seeing is we we saw the market correct back downwards basically the market ran up people stopped buying uh the price fell people went back in the market and now it's it's running back up again now the run up isn't it's not really um quite to the same effect that it was earlier in the year yet you know a lot of the run up this time is due to inclement weather in the pacific northwest they're getting a lot of rain i looked at the forecast they've got you know 10 more days of rain in the next 14 days you know at this point in time they've already got uh major flooding going on and it's taking out some of the railways the cn has uh, a lot of um you know they do a lot of maintenance and they can they can fix repairs relatively quickly but they they still you know when a when a track's washed out there's a period of time where they can't they have to reroute products or you know reroute cars to to get product picked up and um you know to get it rolling again and the rain also impacts their ability to log so what it shows is it shows uh you know and it kind of it's it's reflected in the futures it shows inverted which means that there's there's tight supply now um, normally this time of year, you know, the South is building more than the North and there is, you know, there is a lot of demand, but we also start to see a correction and, you know, probably two out of the three, you know, last, last years where we were running up in, in December like this, we ended up having a bit of a correction back down to normal levels at, after February. So, um, right now, real tight supply pricing's up there. We're, uh, at about the two-third mark of where we were last year, um, in in regards to pricing, so it's it's higher than than uh, you know, you know the the normal, but it's not as high as it was last year. Right. So we're looking at prices that were higher than the fall, mm-hmm. certainly. Now, as it relates to OSB, where are we at right now? Yeah, you know OSB, it's it's. Um, there's there's not been a lot of open market wood available right now. You know, most of it's getting covered with contracts right now, and contracts tend to keep the market stable because they're not out there selling excess production in, into the market. This time of year, you usually get the ability to buy a bit by year end because a lot of dealers don't want inventory on the ground at year end. But uh, you know, a lot of the major mills are you know they take their downtime. They've got some holiday time that they're taking. Uh, there's there's not a lot of excess production on it in our region here in Michigan. There's limited availability to get it into the state, you know, economically with freight. Um, freight plays a huge part in OSB, but you know, our our predominant OSB mill in, in the state of Michigan is Warehouser. Um, they're producing fine out of that Grayling plant that they own um, up in Mid Michigan, and and we expect pricing to to be somewhat stable it'll probably react to what's going on in the rest of the market but um you know maybe up a touch but it's it's uh we're not seeing that 
that uh, crazy run that we did last year at this point. Right. Now, you're, you, no one has the crystal ball, right? No. <laughs> but as we look to 2022, any anything that from your conversations with the mills and in the industry, and certainly you have a wealth of knowledge, John, any big takeaways, any things for our listeners to consider or think about, whether they're a homeowner thinking about a project, a builder, or a remodeler? Well, you know, I, I always go back to, to what I say. It has to do with the planning, you know. Um, get a good set of plans. Make sure you've got a solid takeoff. Um, talk to the professionals, you know, about when you want to start, when you want to complete. There's, you know, there's product available. Uh, it, it's more than it used to be, but with interest rates, you know, doing what they're doing, um, you, you know, it's it's still economical to, to build. But uh, some of the lead times on the product, specifically the building products, are um, quite a bit more extended than, than a lot of people are accustomed to. You know, even simple things like, you know, doors and windows, they're 18, 19 weeks out with some brands. I mean, they're, they're out there. They're uh, quite a long way. Um, you know, the, the, the more planning you do on your part, you know, the, the better result you're going to end up seeing. You know, we want to see everybody happy and healthy and in a new home. But, uh, you know, just, just uh, do your due diligence and plan accordingly. Yeah, I think never has it been more true that you need to plan ahead. And you, you can't wake up one morning and say, hey, I'm going to build build a house and have it be a successful kind of fun project like they all should be. Yeah. John, thanks for joining us on today's show, Wealth and Knowledge, and, and appreciate all of your insights through this year. Hopefully we'll have you on here in the first quarter of 2022. Uh, thanks for having me, Mark. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in each and every week. I'll tell you. Next week, we're going to have LP come on, talk a little bit about some engineered products as well as their composite siding. And then we're going to talk more about building projects because or products because there's some extended lead times that you need to be aware of. Thanks again for tuning in. 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Have a safe and happy weekend, everyone. The At Home Show has been presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.